This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Ken Coleman. Barbara's with us in Minneapolis. Hey, Barbara, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Papa Dave and Ken. It's great to talk with you guys. Thank you for all that you're doing. You too. Uh, my husband and I have been married for 10 years. We have a blended family with children ranging from the ages of 32 down to 21. Uh, there is a 21-year, excuse me, a 26-year-old son, my stepson, my husband's son, uh, married, lives in Wisconsin, has five children under the age of seven. So they're busy. Um, this son has asked us over two years ago, borrow, asked to borrow $3,000. Um, my husband and I, we are baby steppers. We are on baby step six. And hopefully we'll be seeing in about a year and a half for our final debt free screen to move us to baby step seven. Um, we've had a difficult time getting the son and, and daughter-in-law to pay us back. And it is causing significant strife in the family. Uh, my husband and I are to the point where we just know we're not going to see the money again, the remaining balance of 1500 And we've accepted that and we've moved on. Um, however, the son continues to just um, give daggers and say that, you know, we were, he was entitled to the money, he deserved the money, and our other adult children see this and hear these comments. And where I would really love your experience, Ken, is uh, the son does not work. He is not supporting his family and then throws the emotional manipulation to my husband and I that we will be the ones responsible when him and our grandchildren get kicked out in the street. So we're trying to determine how we just allow these, these arrows to bounce off of us while holding the empty bag of a financial loan, um, which caused a strife between my husband and I because I did not want to borrow the money. So we've had to solidify you our You borrowed like, the well, money to give him? It. We borrowed the money. Well, that's a double dip. Years ago. Oh, my gosh. Not only did he not pay you back, but you went into debt to do this. Oh, ouch, ouch. No, we, didn't, no, we did not go into debt. No, we're, we're in baby steps. Oh, you loaned him the money. You didn't borrow it. We loaned him the money. I and now okay. That's what I thought you said. We're the, okay. we're the bad guys okay. for asking yeah. for it to be repaid back as yeah. promised. Yeah. But we can't get him to work. We can't get him to maintain. You can't get him to do anything. He's family. an adult. No. Well, exactly. You don't get, you don't so, get to tell him what to do. <laughs> No. Your bank, his bank so, doesn't get to tell him what to do. Right. So any guidance on how we just, you yeah. know, don't engage in this toxicity while absolutely. you're trying as a, uh, no, absolutely. As a parent I, I think I think his dad needs to call him, his dad needs to call him up and say the loan is forgiven. Mm-hmm. Forget yep. it. Just forget it. We don't, we're not going to loan you any money anymore ever mm-hmm. again, but this loan's forgiven. You don't owe me anymore. And I yep. love, I love you. I don't agree with a lot of things you're doing, but you're a grown man and you're allowed to do those things. And um, we're still going to be friends. I'm still going to be grandpa. And you don't owe us any more money. Forget it. And mm-hmm. if you if you want some help, uh, we can give you some coaching and we'll be your biggest cheerleaders. But we won't give you either one, coaching or cheering, uh, without your permission. Cut him loose. Mm-hmm. Set him free. He, 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 this is bothering you way more than it's bothering him. Oh, yeah. You've had $28 million worth of grief. He's had 20 cents worth of grief. He hadn't got enough enough character for this to bother him. Well, exactly. Yeah. So this is bothering, Barbara, Barbara, 
<sighs> let it go. It's just $1,500. No, absolutely. And what, what breaks my heart more than my pocketbook, because we don't need that much. You can't He's make, you can't, it does, your heart, broken heart, it doesn't even matter to him. Well, right, but it, it hurts my heart how he speaks to my husband, his father. Well, then it, that's your husband needs to say, you can't yeah. speak to me that way yeah. anymore. Yeah. Okay. You can only speak to me in, in tones that are reasonable. I don't allow anyone, family or otherwise, to speak to me in, you know, unpleasant ways in an ongoing in an ongoing process. Now, somebody can have a moment. That's one thing. Okay, um, I don't cut everybody out of my life that has a moment. That's not what I'm talking about. But but as an ongoing abusive thing, that's you know, you're welcome to call here and you're welcome to be in our home. But you're going to maintain these levels of volume and this level of reasonable respect. And I'm going to give you the same thing. But you know, don't call here and, and we're, we're, we're not responsible for your children. They're your children. Correct. We love you and we're cheering for you. If you ever want any advice on how to get where we are financially, we can show you. But, yeah. but, but we're not going to tell you what to do and you're not going to make us give you our money. Mm-hmm. You're a confused young man. And he just needs some boundaries. Right. Your husband is a nice, gentle man, isn't he? Yes. He's a six-foot-four giant. Yep, with a big old heart and a very, very soft, gentle personality. So I want your husband to roar just a little bit. (laughs) And you do, too. Yeah. And you do, too. Now, I don't want him to be mean. I don't want him to be mean, but it takes strength to set boundaries. And that's what's lacking here is boundaries. And let me tell you. Anytime you're someone like your 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 stepson who doesn't respect boundaries, anytime you put up a fence and he's used to playing in your yard, he's going to have a fit. Mm-hmm. So don't expect this to go well. Right. It's not going to go well because this kid's a twerp. Yep. Okay. And so all you can do is just say, you have to sit over there in your yard and have your little fit. You can't sit in my yard and have a fit. And I just don't worry about the money. Money's off the table. Mm-hmm. Money's off the table. And the fact that you forgive it is not going to make this young man suddenly have character. Yeah, and I think that's also one of the hardest things for my husband too. Exactly. Is, that ship, that ship, has, that ship has it's sailed. That yep. ship sailed. Yep. This is this kid's way too old for you to fix him. You just gotta love him where he is. And if he wants some help, I can show him how. You can show him how. But until he's ready for some help. It's everybody else's fault. Mm-hmm. And Barbara, I would just add, you need to encourage your husband that this is not a direct reflection on him. It's very heartbreaking when you see a kid and a grown man make these kind of decisions yeah. and say the things that he's saying. But I will tell you this. I, th- I want parents to hear this. Is It's really hard when you see adult kids do things that you didn't model for them. You didn't teach them how to do it. Uh, but when you see an adult kid like this who's not working to support his family. Um, there's other stuff going on. There's way more going on. He's not lazy. Even though he presents yeah. as lazy, he's lost. Yeah. And you said it earlier. You said this is a confused young man. And I think you're right. Yeah. Confusion can make a person so lost that they lose all gumption. To get out there and do something, and that's the best your husband can be aware of is to try to love his son that way. But I agree, Dave. You got to cut it off for a while until he gets a wake-up call. Do not loan money. Do not loan money to your kids. If you want to give them money, give them money. 
but never loan them money because you change the relationship. And that's part of what soured this relationship. And I'll tell you this from experience as well. One of the most difficult, if not, I think the most difficult stage of parenting is when you can't anymore because they're grown. Yeah. They get to make their own decisions. And uh, and it's also the most difficult thing of any adult-to-adult relationship because you don't get to tell the, someone you love what to do while you watch them do something stupid mm-hmm. or harmful or disastrous or whatever. And so if you've got a friend that's drinking too much, you've got a friend that's doing something outside their marriage they shouldn't be doing, you've got a friend or a family member, but you can't tell other people what – you can tell other people what to do, but they don't have to do it. And uh, even though you know that what they're doing is self-destructive, and even though it's not for selfish intent that you're asking them to do that, we're not trying to, that kid's dad at 32 years old with five kids under seven is not trying to do something harmful to him, but trying to get him to get a job, um, take care of his family. Uh, but but something broke, something slipped yep. in, that, in that young man somewhere along the line, and um, you... you a couple of things that always come up in the world of finance and even in the world of careers as well that are over are, are under the heading of what Dr. Deloney talks about and teaches all the time. What John talks about is, is um, I can't be responsible for, nor do I have the um, literal ability to make an adult do something else. I can make them wish they did sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't make them do it. They have to decide to do it. And so Henry Cloud always says, don't, don't use words like you need to, because they obviously don't need to. Mm-hmm. You should. They obviously don't think that. Instead, you could just say, this is these, you know, here, here's some ideas. Your, your persuasion is your only option, uh, ordering people around and, and being completely torn up inside, which I have been, you have been, she was, Watching someone yes. that you love self-destruct yeah. um, is a natural thing to be, but but you're doubly torn up inside when you feel like you have the de- obligation to fix it. Yeah, well, it's the illusion of control. Exactly. And we, we so desire to help out a friend or a family member, and you have to be able to just live with the pain. You do. You just have to be able to hurt. You hurt yourself. Uh, you hurt for them. You watch you, them hurt. Yeah, and it's terrible. But the reality is, is that I think you're right, Dave. Persuasion, but you got to be careful with persuasion. You know, it, it it can only go so far, and then they begin to drown you out. You may take one or two good cracks at it. Well, it, not, but prayer, persu- persuasion is fine in prayer. I mean, it, yeah. it's um, it's God to send people into their path that they yeah. will listen to. But all of that comes down to them making a decision why would they make a decision to do something differently well it can be facts it could be emotion mm-hmm. um it can be inf- influence it could be whatever but it's it is never coercion that's correct yeah they you like you said a million times you, you they'll make the decision at some point or they won't to deal with the sick and tired they're sick and tired one of the things you learn when you're running a business and you're leading a team you can't make people do stuff there you cannot now, there are, are companies that are so stupid, they try to make people do stuff, but those are toxic environments. All you can do is create an environment where there are natural consequences if you don't do it, like you don't get to work here anymore. But this is what we expect, and when you don't do this, you don't get to work here anymore. And this is what we expect, and if you do do this, then 
you know, you're not only going to get to work here, you're going to make more money than you've made in your life. You're going to have a great life. You're going to be part of a winning team. You know, you get to participate in an um, incredible uh, crusade, all of those things. But you can always choose mm. to engage in behaviors that opt cause you to opt out. Uh, let me ask you a generational question. Do you feel like over the last 30, 50 years that the focus on safety just in general as a culture, and I'm not being silly when I say this, but bike helmets and elbow pads, you know, car seats, things that we know are safe, but we didn't grow up with. I just wonder if parents have gotten to the point where we're afraid to let our kids experience pain, maybe the one thing that can turn their life around. Is that a shift or is, is nothing shifted in your as you look back? Oh, it's probably accelerated some. I mean, the helicopter parents are at a whole new level. Now we have Blackhawk helicopter parents. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? These, yeah. were, these were like traffic copter yeah. parents. Yeah. Now it's hovercraft. We yeah. have all different types. Yeah. But the uh, uh, but it's a different thing. They're attack copters now. But yeah. the uh, uh, they're just loudspeakers when I was a kid. But, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the you know it, yeah, it's probably amped up. But it does. It always comes from all enabling. Comes from a good heart. What parent, uh, functional parent? I'm not talking about dysfunctional, but, but functional parents always want their kid's life to be better than theirs was. And there's a point of diminishing returns on that. Oh, and or also there's not only a point of diminishing returns worse than that. We can if we're not careful when we're enabling what, what that leads to, we can uh, misdefine, put the wrong definition of what a better life is. Mm-hmm. A life devoid of struggle is not a better life. Oh, no. let me try that again. A life devoid of of struggle is not a better life. And so we tried to let our kids experience pain while they were at home under the covering of our wings yes. so that we could control the level of pain. Because when you get out, out, out outside the home, I can't help you anymore. The level of pain can become unbearable. Mm-hmm. That's true. It can put you in an institution. Disasters. I mean, it could be completely overwhelming because you can do stupid and the, 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 you know, it's decades yep. of health problems, decades of brain damage that follows that, decades of broken and torn relationships, the rest of your life yep. that are marred by that. By your, I can't keep you from making those decisions once you're outside my – so we try to let our kids, you know, fall over and go, okay, you got to deal with that. I'm not going to go over and fix that conflict. Yeah. Here's how you deal with conflict. Go work on that. And they would do it wrong mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, sure. And, and but all within. So a life devoid of struggle is not necessarily a better life. And when you as a parent, and that's a little bit of the bike helmet thing. You know, the, the thing is we want there to be 100 percent zero fatalities, 100 percent zero, whatever. But that means that no kids ever jumped over anything on their bicycle. Yeah. And that would be a shame. Yeah. It would I be agree. a shame. Yeah. It's also a shame when one of them gets hurt. I was hurt. I got stitches all over my body doing that crap. And uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't want children to be harmed. I'm not that stupid. Right. But this idea that you can completely remove um, all risk from life and still have oh, a yeah. high quality life. Yeah. No, I just jumped out of an airplane the other day. Yes, you did. I watched you. I you watched know? you float down. You watched me from the ground. You did. I wasn't ready, folks. <laughs> I, I need to. Hey, I need to baby step my way but there into no, that plane. You, know, you should have seen the plane he went up in. Well, and you can't. You you can't say stuff like he left it all on the ground. No, That's, you cannot. You, can, you left it all on the field. Uh, you yeah. can't say lines like that. No, you right? can't. You know, one thing. It, it, we. <laughs> 
we've gotten to a point where we are not even trying to just eliminate pain for our kids, Dave. Now we're trying to eliminate unpleasantness. Yeah. And so now it's all about, I want my kid to feel Thus, good. Thus, you need a safe space when you're triggered and all this ridiculous right. stuff. But if it's, if it's all about making our kids feel good, we'll miss the part point of, of going off to college, to which you have good. to deal with tenured professors. And, right. And they're not reasonable human beings. No. And so, by and large. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it's, but now it's all about Junior getting out without a single ever having his little feelings hurt or his ideas. If I actually disagree with you, it completely shuts some of you down. Yeah. You can't deal with it because you've had zero conflict yeah. ever in your life to yeah. process. Right. You got to deal. You and know, so your critical thinking skills are mush. I wish we had some data on how quickly uh, my generation learned to ride a bike versus the kids of today. Because here's the deal. If you wrecked when, when I was a kid, you stuck to the sheets for a week. You know, now ooh, they got more ooh. pads on them than you it's could gross. Well, it makes the point, doesn't it, Dave? I don't remember sticking to the sheets. No skin That's on your gross. knees? Oh, yeah. If you wrecked a bike in my oh, day, yeah, you I paid die. for yeah, it. Yeah, I know, but golly, Kim. Back in my day. <laughs> oh, my God. You sound like that guy. This is the guy who used to say, get up and spray some Bactine on it. <laughs> Bactine. Now it's too much for Papa There's Dave. a throwback. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.